Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. Hey there, I'm recording this quick message to let you know that for the next few episodes, we'll be playing some of our favorite hits from the past year while we knuckle down on some very new, exciting things we have in the works. You'll hear episodes like Mimi Icon on building and selling Luxie Hair and the CEO of Girlboss, Lulu Liang, on her transition from building a brand to starting her own. If you missed these the first time around, they are so good and packed with so many learnings. And if you love them, remember to share with us on social media because we love it when you do that. Enjoy! This is Mimi Icon for Female Startup Club. Hey everyone, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. Today we're learning from a dear friend of mine, Mimi Icon. She is a woman of many talents and has founded multiple successful businesses such as Luxie Hair, which she bootstrapped through to an exit a few years ago, Love Hair, and in more recent years, Intelligent Change, which is a company that creates products to enrich your life like daily gratitude planners and productivity planners. You actually might be familiar with their five-minute journal that's frequently used by people like Tim Ferriss and Hayley Bieber and has sold more than a million units worldwide. I love this conversation so, so much. Mimi has a view on business and life that we can all take inspiration from. So I hope you love the episode as much as I did recording it. And if you're feeling generous, please do take the time to share this with someone in your life who would benefit from tuning in or shout loudly about it on social media. You know I love it when you do that. So happy listening. Let's get stuck into this episode. This is Mimi for Female Startup Club. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. 
Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mimi, hi. Welcome to the Female Startup Club podcast. Hi, Dune, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really happy and excited to be here and to be finally chatting with you on the show because we've been trying to plan this conversation for so long, and here we are, finally. Here we are. I'm so excited. I'm so happy to have you on the show. As you said, it has been a while, and we've known each other for a few years, so I'm extra excited to get into this today. You are so many things. You are a YouTuber, you're an entrepreneur, you have luxy hair, you've had love hair, intelligent change, author, podcaster, what else? Mom, angel investor, so many things, superwoman. For those of the audience who don't know who you are just yet, how do you like to introduce yourself and what's your kind of spiel? Yeah, this is the part I guess I I struggle with the most is I often don't talk about myself. Like when I meet people, I never tell them what I do. And um, I always ask, I'm the one asking the questions. So when people ask me, (laughs) so what do you do? I'm like, oh gosh, how do I even begin? But like you mentioned, um, you know, I've tried a lot of things in my 35 years of life on planet earth. First, obviously working, having jobs and learning through that experience. I think that was really pivotal in my early years. I think for anybody who has a job, you have an opportunity to learn so much of what you like, what you don't like, of how that business is run and you're the employee. Like you don't have a control over many things, but once you do have your own business, you can do it your way. So, you know, I early on in my 
late teens and early 20s. I worked as a waitress in several restaurants and a club. I worked at a bank, even had a small gig working as a nanny. That didn't work out for me. But, um, you know, I, I had a lot of experience, mostly customer service, because I love people. I love working with people. And I learned a ton. And the biggest thing I learned is that freedom is really important to me. And I would love to have my own business. Then fast forward to my husband and my also business partner, Alex, one day walking to the bank where I used to work and us becoming really good friends. And we connected on so many levels, but most importantly, we both had the same vision. We wanted to travel the world. We wanted to have lots of freedom, flexibility in our lifestyle, and we wanted to do our own thing, whatever that was. At that point, we weren't yet a couple, but we, there was a lot of chemistry because we first, I would say, even connected on that as friends and kind of, you know, similar type people. And then that became romantic relationship, which of course ended up later in a marriage. But that's a funny story because, you know, this is how our first business, Luxie Hair, was born, is Alex proposed to me at a point in our lives when he got fired from working at a bank. You already probably know the story. He had a side hustle selling cars from U.S. to Russia. And it was doing it sometimes during his work hours at, you know, at the bank they used to work at. This is years ago when we were working at um, CIBC. This is a, a, one of the big four in Canada. We used to live in Toronto before. And yeah, one day corporate security walked in and they basically told him that they know that he has a side hustle and this is unacceptable. And he lost his job like that. It was to him in that moment. It was, yeah, it was a very difficult moment, but it was the best thing that happened because he wanted to be an investment banker. And in that moment, that dream sort of, you know, crashed, even though he could have still pursued it. But he realized that, you know, when you work in a big corporation, you're just, a cog in the machine. Nobody really cares who you are. If you break the rules, you're out. And at that point, I also wanted to leave the bank. I never really wanted to be in the bank in the first place. That was my escape route to get out of high school. In grade 12, I wanted to just get out. I was kind of fed up with it. And I found out about co-op program. For anybody who's listening, who's maybe young, you know, this is great because if Traditional education is not for you. There are always ways to get credit and work. And while you're working, you're learning all this knowledge that can actually apply to what you want to do. So this is how I got out of high school. Ended up getting stuck at the bank because I had a really great team. And it turned out to be um, this really incredible experience for me because this is how I met Alex one day, right? So then he gets fired from the bank. I right away quit because at that point I knew that it's not where I want to work anyways. And we were, you know, kind of unemployed for maybe about a year and a half, sort of searching of what we want to do with our lives. Both of us knew that we would rather do our own thing than go back to the corporate again. Because once you have a taste of that, if it's not for you, you just know it's more of like a, a bit of over-exaggerated, but like a death sentence. You know, for me to be there, it was like... I was constantly having existential panic attacks and thinking like, why am I here? And I think it's so important to connect to that inner intuition and calling. Uh, just like a relationship with a partner, a relationship with your work should feel good. If it doesn't feel good, 
you're free to leave, you're free to go and do something else. Life is so beautiful and there's so much variety and diversity. You don't have to be stuck in a job or relationship that you don't enjoy. So we ended up, well, so he got fired. I ended up quitting the bank, even though it was very much unknown. I knew that I need to step away to do something. So then I went on to uh, actually, I'm a college dropout. I didn't cover that part. Again, I think it's an interesting point because, you know, a lot of us grow up thinking that we need education. And I'm I'm a big advocate for educating yourself your whole life. But education is not something you necessarily need to go to school for. You can do it in many different ways. And it's I believe it's something that never really stops for as long as you're alive. So I ended up quitting my school. I, I went for international business. So I did have an inkling in me that knew that I want to travel and do business. So I went into that program, but then I was working two jobs, helping my parents pay for the mortgage. And I took accounting class. And then I realized in that class that, you know, if I, if I am to pass this class, I will need to take some extra help. And I really, with two jobs, I really couldn't afford that. So I ended up just quitting my school and deciding that one day when I start a business, I'll just hire an accountant. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need to do everything in the business. And I think that was, that was such an important lesson for me. I let go of the attachment that I need to have this piece of paper to be acknowledged as an educated, good enough woman, person, doesn't matter. And um, so then when Alex got fired and I quit the bank, I was looking again for some new area of interest that I could pursue. And Alex, because he knew me at that point very well, he mentioned that, you know, you really love fashion. You're always, I, at that point I had a blog, I was posting my outfits. This is many years ago, way before even YouTube was big. So I started a fashion blog and I went to, I went back to college to get certified as an image consultant. I did that very quickly. The certification program is something you can do in half a year. It was amazing. It's the first time in my life that I actually enjoyed being educated because I genuinely was really into the topic and it makes such a huge difference. So when I came out of school straight away, I started my own practice as a fashion stylist, image consultant, and I quickly realized that this is not the type of business I, was, I want to run. Again, such an important pivotal lesson is that when you are self-employed, it's very different than owning a business where you are not, I mean, you're running the show, but you're not part of the equation. For example, if you were to go away to, on a holiday and you have a shop, uh, an online shop selling, I don't know, uh, vitamins, the business is still going to run whether you're there or not. You need a customer service person. You need, you know, um, a fulfillment house, shipping out the product. But essentially, you can outsource yourself out of the business. But if you're an image consultant or if you're a doctor or if you're anybody else who is self-employed, you are your business. And I realized that's not the avenue I want to take very early on. I think it was the first year of that business. I was doing well, but again... It was very intense labor where I was working from, you know, sometimes from six in the morning till 8 p.m. And I realized if I ever want to start a family, this is, this is not going to be easy. And then I remember coming to Alex and complaining about it. And at the time he was listening. That's probably one of the first audiobooks we, we both listened with Alex. 
And it was the, again, a really important book in our lives called The Far Work Week. Um, have you have you listened to the book or have you read the book? I've read it, but a really long time ago, and it also changed things in my life from reading it. Yeah. The reason it was such an important book in our lives is because oftentimes many people don't have people in their lives who are doing what they want to be doing. And, you know, we had an idea of the lifestyle of the dream we wanted to create, but we didn't know anybody who did that. So we doubted ourselves often, but then you come across a book like For Our Work Week, where you can read stories, real life stories of people who are already living the lifestyle we wanted to be living. And it was so inspirational and so encouraging And it definitely pushed us in the right direction to pursue our own business. Now, at the time, Alex also decided to propose to me, which was to me at the time felt like a really crazy decision, but also it felt right in our hearts to just do it. Even though we were broke, we didn't know what we're going to do with our lives, but we were full of dreams. And I think in your, in your early twenties, that's sometimes more than enough. And, um, we had each other. That was probably one of the most exciting times in our lives. And then what ended up happening is for the wedding, I really wanted to get hair extensions and money was tight because we were both kind of um, self-employed, but not really making that much money, kind of figuring things out. And then Alex proposes and I'm thinking, planning this destination wedding where, you know, everybody pays for their own trip and we just asked everybody to, you know, not give us gifts, but their presence would be the gift. But then I still wanted to have a nice dress and, you know, do my hair and everything, but very, very frugally. So I buy these clipping hair extensions that, you know, I bring home and put it on. And when Alex looked at me, he said, wow, this is really amazing. But what is this product? Tell me more. I wasn't happy with the product I bought because it didn't look real. You know, oftentimes with hair extensions, if you have naturally quite thick hair, And you don't get a lot of thick hair when you buy it. A lot of it comes like quite a small package and you put it in your hair and it just doesn't look real. And that was the case for me. It just didn't blend, didn't look real. I was extremely upset that I wasted like, I think this years ago, maybe probably around $200 even back then. And I always tell people out of um, great disappointments or problems, you can create solutions and you can create the business. So this was the the conception of Luxy Hair, our first baby, our first business together with Alex that ended up becoming extremely successful and making millions and millions of dollars. And in the end, we ended up selling it about three years ago. So um, to make the long story short, we went for it, even though we had no experience in hair industry. We didn't know how to market the products at first, but because we were a small team, it was just me, my sister and Alex. We just did everything ourselves. So me, my sister and I, we just made videos showing these hair extensions that, you know, Alex found on Alibaba. We got 10 different samples and the first sample we got was incredible. The hair, we only worked with natural hair. It looked natural, beautiful, thick. And then I didn't want to get excited. And then we got nine more samples and they were all horrible. So there was a, Obviously, there was hard work in looking for all these products, but also there's an element of luck being at the right time 
at the right place doing the right thing. So then we ended up working with our first factory, the first sample that we ever got that was just incredible, sensational. It was like mermaid hair and made me feel so excited to share that product with our audience. So the way we marketed the products, because we didn't have any money whatsoever to spend on anything, is just me and my sister making YouTube videos, showing people how to use the products. We never even pushed the products or told people that we own the company. It was simply us sitting down and showing girls how to get, you know, Victoria's Secret Waves, how to do a fishtail braid and all these different hairstyles. And the company grew. In the first year, we made our first million. It was really incredible because it was truly a dream come true. If one thing I remember from my first year of being in college and doing international business is that the first thing they tell you is something like, 98% of businesses fail in the first two years. Like it's so depressing. So I kept thinking to myself, oh my God, we're the, you know, the one, the 2% that survived and not only survived, we flourished and we grew and we kept on growing. And, you know, for the first five years of Luxie Hair, we only grew organically. We didn't use any Facebook ads, no YouTube ads. We didn't even um, pay any social media influencers at the time. We just send it out as gifts and the girls love them and they raved about them. And that's how the company grew. And yeah, it did really, really well. So that, that's, a, that's the story of the first baby. <laughs> that's amazing. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. That's such an incredibly inspiring story. Thank you. And of course, yeah, you know, it sounds very exciting and it sounds very effortless. But as you already know, because you've interviewed so many um, inspiring, hardworking women, at the end of the day, there is a lot of work that goes into making a business successful. And what I think we did right is we first identified our values. For us, the reason we were in business or we are still in business is because we value freedom. We need to make calls on what we want to do in life, where we are every day, who we're with. We want to be in charge of that. And to us, that's really important. So I would say Alex and I, you know, we've always been business partners. We do it together. We are lifestyle entrepreneurs. And even let's say with our first business, we could have probably scaled it and grew it to be like a 50 plus million dollar business. But for us, that wasn't the goal. The business did incredible. And then we ended up selling it for exactly what we wanted. But for us, that lifestyle part is always incredibly important. So then we moved on to doing what we're doing now. You know, as you already know, we, Alex and I, we run Intelligent Change. It's a baby that was created first by Alex and his best friend, um, UJ, years ago. Many of you listeners probably might have known one of our products, which is the bestseller, The 5-Minute Journal. And then UJ ended up moving on to do his own thing, and we bought the company over from him. And now it's Alex and I, basically, you know, we're the vision, and we are, I would say, biggest legacy that we want to leave behind. With Luxie Hair, it was a business that we knew at one point we're going to sell. With Intelligent Changes, something we genuinely want to, you know, wake up and want to do every single day of our lives. And um, for those of you who don't know what intelligent change is, is basically we create tools that make people happier and improve their lives in in one way or another in different areas of their lives, whether productivity or happiness or um, mindfulness. So we provide those tools through different journals or, you know, we're going to be launching a range of games that are really cool for getting people closer for having better, deeper relationships. Yeah, we're doing so many things that are going to be launching in the next year that I'm really excited about. Also, we have an app for the 5-Minute Journal, which, as I mentioned, is the bestseller. Again, the, the product came out of a personal, I would say, challenge. When we became really successful with Luxy Hair, you know, I grew, I grew up with very little money, same with Alex. We thought when we are going to have uh, financial abundance, all problems will be solved and we're going to be so happy and everything will be perfect. But the reality is, in my case, even in the first year of Luxie Hair, you know, making the first million and me realizing that I can afford to buy anything I want materialistic or travel anywhere I want, I actually became extremely depressed and I realized that in reality, I don't want any of these things. I just want to wake up every day knowing, I'm getting emotional right now even saying this, knowing that I, you know, there's a purpose, that I'm here for a reason. Like I want to feel excited and I want to feel alive. And as nice as it is to have material things in our lives, these are not the things that make us feel alive and useful in this, in this world. At least that, that for me was the case. So then, 
you know, that was partly why we ended up selling our previous businesses because we just wanted to focus on what makes us the most joyful and, and happy and present in our lives. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's, Partly how the, our first product was created, which is the five minute journal, is that, you know, for many years, Alex and I were and still are big fans of the work of Tony Robbins. Have you ever done any of his programs, June? I haven't done you any have? of his programs, but I'm no, no, I haven't done any of the programs, but I'm very familiar with Tony Robbins. He's amazing, which is so funny. I had a dream about, I never dream about Tony Robbins, but this night I had a dream about him. <laughs> I've only dreamt of him twice. Once was when we attended his event years ago. This was in New York, Unleash the Power Within, which is like a really huge event. It was like 5,000 people and he makes you go through all your limiting beliefs and all these things. He's basically like, a, I don't know, you could call it like a self-help guru, but um He's so much more than that. He's got a really inspiring story where he overcame depression, obese. He was quite overweight. I'm not sure if he was obese, but, you know, he went through a lot of limiting beliefs and became this really successful speaker, entrepreneur, author, and changed probably hundreds of thousands of lives, if not millions of lives. I would dare to say that definitely millions of lives, I think. And, you know, years ago, we listened to his program called get the edge. To this day, I think that program is the most useful tool anybody can use who is kind of in a rut and doesn't know what to do with their lives. And part of that program, I think on day one, he talks about the power of gratitude. So every day you go out and you do this um, gratefulness walk, you know, and Alex and I, this is years ago, even before our first business, we used to go on these gratefulness walks. And first you start saying things that you're grateful for that you have in your life. So you could say, I'm grateful for my eyesight. I'm grateful for my physical health, that I'm strong and healthy and I can walk, you know, all these basic needs that sometimes we take for granted. So you make yourself aware of all these things and truly feel grateful for them. Then you could, you know, expand a little out of yourself and be grateful for your family, friends, etc. And then the really cool thing, um, and I truly believe the magical part of the whole exercise is then being grateful for things that you don't yet have in your life, but that you want to manifest. So we used to go on these gratefulness walks and we'd be like, I'm so grateful for our you know, business that is generating millions of dollars and we get to meet all these incredible people and travel the world and do all these things that at the time... I mean, we were broke. Like we, we literally were, you know, basically almost living on our line of credit because both of us, you know, were kind of struggling financially. And I remember this is a funny story I always tell, but truly it's funny. My dad calling one time and you've met my father. He's such a sweet man. And, you know, he was always about like, get a job, get a safe job, get education and you'll be set for life. And I was like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't feel right at all in my heart. And he used to call us in the mornings, be like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, we're just on our gratefulness walk. And then there would be like a long pause. And he would say, <laughs> I think you guys need, need to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny to him. But, you know, now looking back, you know, he said to me so many times that, what we did, he finds so inspiring what we were able to really manifest coming from uh, a background of where we weren't surrounded by any entrepreneurs. Our parents are not entrepreneurs. 
We don't have any mentors or friends who were entrepreneurs. It was just two of us. And yes, we used uh, the four-hour work week as a guide and as inspiration. We That's why I'm super grateful for Tim Ferriss, the author of that book, uh, Tony Robbins, who created many programs and many books to inspire people to follow their dream, to follow their intuition, to follow their bliss, whatever it is. Like when you're doing the right thing, you just, you're present, you feel in the flow, you feel great. And I think that's how we're all meant to feel. Maybe not all the time, but most of the time. Life is not supposed to be this thing you dread. It's supposed to be something you enjoy every day and you're excited to wake up to. So yeah, um, long story short, that gratitude practice is something that really inspired eventually for us to create the five-minute journal because we just made it short and sweet for anybody to be able to do in five minutes a day so people don't have excuses because we're all good at finding excuses not to do things that can actually have huge positive benefit to us. And um, yeah, so the, you know, it's a very simple tool that anybody can use. If you go on our website, you know, intelligentchange.com, we actually share the, the inside of the journal. So you don't actually have to buy the journal. You can just write it out in a blank notebook and use it starting from today. And it's such a powerful tool to help you focus on all the good things in your lives. And the more you see in your life, the more good you attract and create in your life. And um, yeah, creating that mindset of abundance versus scarcity and growth versus, you know, fixed mindset. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to make that switch, but I think that daily practice is where it becomes really important. The small moments of daily practice Wow. Gosh, what a story. So amazing. So inspiring. When you think back about, obviously the landscape has changed so much, you know, when you were building Luxie Hair, it's a, it's a different time to what it is now. What are you seeing that you're having to do differently to grow this business, you know, second time around? I think the landscape has changed. As you said, you know, we see a lot more video, but yet even 10 years ago, we used video to grow our business. So yes, there's new tools, there's new platforms, but I think the fundamentals are always the same. And what are the fundamentals? Is providing a kick-ass, incredible product. You know, so many people, and this really breaks my heart, start the business just for the sake of making money. This is extremely unhealthy, not only to our world, because you're creating essentially, you know, crap that already exists in this world and you don't really care about the products you're creating, but also it's not good for you because you're not going to enjoy doing this day in, day out. And creating a business takes a lot of hard work. When people ask me about um, what business they should do or to give them ideas, I always say, you know, the best business you will create is the one that comes out of your own challenge and problem. So if let's say you are looking for, um, I don't know, bags that are biodegradable, you know, for packing your lunch. I don't know. That's just an idea, right? <laughs> just throwing out there. A Ziploc, a paper bag Ziploc. I don't think it exists. And it doesn't exist. You wish it existed, but, you know, all of the ones that are out there are plastic. And then one day you're like, oh, I should be the one creating this product. This is how the best businesses are created you're really into it. You feel like you're solving a problem in the world. And then 
you can create it in a way where you can easily tell a story, which is basically your marketing. You can make videos, you can take photos, then you provide a kick-ass customer service. This is something that still most businesses lack, really. It just breaks my heart. There's so many resources to have great customer service. And yet, you know, I buy things. Like the other day, I bought something for my daughter and I bought, I got an email saying, oh, um, there's a delay. And there were all these excuses and all these things in the email. And I'm like, oh my God, the language is so negative. Like, I cannot believe these guys are doing this. Like you can, you know, you can have problems in your business. You can have challenges, but it's how you communicate it to your customer. It was problem after problem after problem, and they didn't provide any solutions. And I felt like, oh, why did I even buy it from that website? It looks so professional and beautiful and they have really nice products, but then that is really sour experience. And I doubt I will ever purchase from them again because from the first point, for the, from the first point, you already have a bad, you know, like that negative, um, the after effect, you know. So um, having those fundamentals in place really is within your power. If you are the one running the show, if you're the entrepreneur, this is your business, you can create these basics that will have a solid foundation for your business. At this point in life, yes, regardless of whether you run a restaurant or you have a physical product, you need to have an Instagram page. You need to have a, a YouTube. Of course, not for everybody, but if you can, it will greatly benefit you in any industry, in any business. And yes, then you need to consistently post um, content about your products because if you don't share about your products, how will people find out? And if you don't care about sharing it, then well, who will? Your customers won't if you don't. So it's about first identifying your story. And that again, as I said, that's why it's so important why you do what you do in the first place. If you do it for the right things, the rest will come so easy. And that's why even with Luxy Hair, I think the reason it grew so quick and so fast and became such a sensation is because it was a genuine story of how I wanted hair extensions. You know, I couldn't find anything that was affordable and good quality. Then we went on to creating that solution for me and for everybody else. And then people just told the story and it just spread like, like wildfire. And we just, you know, enjoyed the benefits of that. And um, there's a really great book or audiobook you can listen to called Contagious. And it exactly shares what we did. So um, in a way, we weren't aware as, as we were doing it, that this is what we're doing. But years later, when we already had a successful business and I listened to that book, I remember thinking, ah, this is why, this is why we grew so quickly and so fast because we had that compelling story and because we were doing things the right way. For us, customer service then and now with the new business, with any business we create, is like the most important part of the business. It's the touch point, the only touch point, especially if you only have a virtual business, is the only time people will ever come across you. And if that experience is sour, not only they're not coming back, they're telling their friends. The issue with bad experience is that people talk about it even more often than the positive experiences. You know, funny enough, a friend was sharing a story how she went to this new coffee shop and, you know, they didn't have the right coffee. She wanted this filter coffee and then the guy gave her something else and then double charged her. And then 
You see, she spent maybe 15, 20 minutes telling me about this bad experience. And I was thinking of going to that place. But after she shared the story, I'm like, well, I'm definitely not going there. But in my mind, I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, one bad experience. And sometimes people will completely cancel you out. So we have to, as entrepreneurs, we have to be aware of that. And we have to do our best to avoid that happening in our own business. And that's why also hiring the right people is so important. People who are aligned with your values. But before that, of course, you have to identify the values. And then when you hire, it becomes easy to hire the right people because you can just ask the right questions to to see if they're the right fit in the role and for the overall culture of your business. So, yeah, I mean, I can, there's so many things to talk about, you know, how to run a successful business. But like, even though the platforms change, the basics are the same. People who ran successful business 100 years ago and are doing it now are still doing the same thing. Maybe we're using different tools, but, you know, kick-ass product, kick-ass customer service, um, and genuinely caring about what you do and the customers that you serve. Yeah, I love that. And it's so true. And I really think the customer service piece truly gets forgotten a lot of the time. There are so many times I have a really frustrating experience and I'm like, but how is this the thing that you forget? Because of course, I'm going to either tell my friends the same way. If you have a great experience, you're likely to tell your friends or you experience a great product. You're literally going to text your group of girlfriends and be like, hey, you should try this. And the next thing you know, everyone has the same deodorant. And you're like, yeah, this works. This is, you can see why this business is doing well. But it's funny how people really do forget that customer service piece and can like fall short on so many levels. And that even makes an even more, you know, a higher advantage for people who want to come in and be like providing incredible service and can blow it out of the park with that. It's, yeah, it's incredible. What do you think is your key piece of advice for entrepreneurs who are early on in the journey? If you want to create your own business, the most important thing is to do something you truly care about. And I think now with any business that you're starting, looking at how you can make that business sustainable. I think in the next five to 10 years, this is the biggest opportunity there is in the world. More and more businesses are increasingly becoming aware of how much waste as humans were producing. And there's so much unnecessary waste. It just, you know, oftentimes just makes me cry and breaks my heart. But I also think there's so much opportunity. So in any industry, in any business that you're going to create, do it sustainably. It's going to help you, but actually do it sustainably. Don't use it as a marketing tool. Really look into how you can have the least amount of waste with what you're doing, how you can avoid plastic at all costs, how you can do this as if this was 80 years ago. How would people do it? And, you know, people had businesses before plastic was created, you know. So doing it sustainably can give you such an advantage and an edge because most companies, even though there's so much conversation about sustainability, most companies are not doing this right. For example, yesterday we were at a store with Alexa, my daughter, and I was thinking her birthday's coming up. I thought maybe I'll get her a new dress for the birthday party. And we look through this department store, Harrods, you know, they have lots of expensive dresses from, you know, even designer brands. Literally, I kid you not, 99% of the dresses were made out of polyester. These are expensive dresses 
And, you know, my daughter, she's going to be five. She knows about fabrics. You know, she knows about the issue with the plastic we have in the world. And we don't wear plastic in our house. We don't wear polyester. So as we're walking through aisles and aisles of clothes and touching things, she's like, plastic, plastic, plastic. Why are they making everything from plastic? And I'm like, I don't know. It really makes me so sad because... Well, it makes me sad, but also there's a huge opportunity. So even her, she's like, we should make our own line of clothes. I'm like, I know I wanted to do this for years. This is something I, you know, I've shared with you this summer when we're on a holiday together. You know, it's, it's been a dream of mine to create a sustainable fashion line, which is definitely not an easy thing to do, but I'm just bringing this an example. You know, you see a problem, create a solution. And then the marketing piece will be so easy because you can just talk about the fact that you created a solution to this massive elephant in the room that nobody wants to face because it's not the easy thing to do. The easiest things to do, you can find any kind of clothes maker. Like I can start a fashion line tomorrow if I want to make it out of polyester. And I'm sure it can still be successful, but I don't want to do things for the sake of making more money. I've learned early on that doesn't make me happy. And I think many people who have success in that area of their lives would agree with me. But creating something that's different, that's solving a global issue can feel incredible. It can give you a purpose to live. So, you know, go with that. And then the marketing will be easy. And then, you know, ask for help, not necessarily ask for mentorships, because that's a huge ask, but If you know somebody who's doing things right, buy them a coffee. Please avoid using a phrase, I want to pick your brain. This is like the worst thing people can say. Because when people ask me that, I'm like, I don't want anybody to pick my brain. Like my brain is not for picking. But you can say something like... It's such a weird saying. (laughs) Yeah, but people use this so often. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, my brain is not for picking. (laughs) I actually am so guilty of using it. And I always catch myself and say, I hate that saying. I don't know why I've ever said that. You see it because it's like, oh, I want to meet you. I want to pick your brain. The reason like subconsciously it doesn't feel right is because that person is like, I want to take something from you. Whereas I think the approach we can have when we reach out to people that we find inspiring is like, hey, I love your story. Um, I'm really deeply inspired by what you're doing. Could I please buy you a coffee and have 30 minutes of your time? So instead of saying, I want to come pick your brain, I want to buy you a coffee and I find you inspiring. So you're flattering them. People love, of course, knowing that they are inspiring people around them. So it will be much harder to refuse an email like that rather than somebody who just wants to, you know, take something from you. So then, you know, look for help, ask people questions and don't be shy because also other successful people, they want to help people who are starting out. It's just oftentimes... The people who are starting out are too shy, too embarrassed to, you know, be rejected or, I don't know, there's so many different reasons that we don't ask for help. We want to do it ourselves. You know, maybe we have big ego that bring it down, ask for help and um, create these relationships. I think especially with women, I think it's so important to realize it's like we can have this sisterhood, not of competition, but of unity and help and empowerment where we can all raise each other. You know, the more we raise each other, everybody raises, you know, so it's a win-win for the whole global world for everybody. So yeah, I guess that that would be my advice for anybody who's starting out. Great advice. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. 
Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Mm-hmm.